Welcome to episode 60 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Good, sir. Not as good as some. How are you? Well, clearly I'm well ahead of the game from last week's uh, <laughs> uh, debacle, if you will. Plus, the episode 60, uh, random question from a couple uh, weeks ago. What was your what song triggers your favorite memory? Courtesy of Chuck McPeak, and I gave you the interception against Midland Dow in tenth grade. Sixty yep. is my uniform number, ah, so, you know, okay. so this I got to make this episode count. Uh, an impromptu Saturday recording session before the Super Bowl. You know, this way we can get all our ducks in a row, bets placed, and whatnot, and enjoy the game. There you go, uh, sober and whatnot. So. I sent you a text, said, hey, what are you doing? You said, well, let's do it. And then, you know, so you'll be raring to go Monday morning for your work. And Absolutely. I, I won't be hung over Monday What are you morning. talking about, Mike? I'm always raring to go. So, uh, but yeah, I want to do a, well, let's kick off with the first beer of episode 60. Uh, what we have is Cart Horse, which is a New England IPA from Old Nation Brewing Company in Williamston, Michigan. I don't even know where Williamston is. I do. It's just a where little, little bit east of Lansing. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, so, well, well, so close to Lansing, I, I you'd think I'd have heard of it. it. Must be a small, small. Eh, town. It's a well, it's a little farming burg, but you know, as all of these, you know, the the urban areas, you know, grow and ha- what have you, people are have a tendency to to drive a little bit more, you know, to have that kind of that suburban or rural i gotcha so yeah i think it's kind of a grown to be a bedroom it was a farm community obviously at one point but i think it's a bedroom community for lansing they at least have one uh brewing company so Mm -hmm. Uh, this one tips the scales at seven percent and 60 ibus so as we pour again i'd like to uh thank Mr. Klein, Mike Klein, from Destination Bourbon, last week we did the podcast, episode 59, on his uh, YouTube stream. And I've heard from uh, at least 10 people that we'll get into. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. That's the throw. That's... These are, that's the IPA flavor of pre-podcast days that yeah. drew us into yep. drinking I, IPAs. Right. This is this is straight up New England IPA, very fruity. I mean, great aroma. It's got a good body to it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, I taste the orange the most, either orange or tangerine. Mm-hmm. I get those. I get those two fruits mixed up. Um, but yeah. So anyway, at least ten people said you know. Oh, man, that, what was hilarious, was a great job. Thanks again, Mike, for having us on. And now, I'm no dummy, Dave. I, I mean, I play one on the podcast, but I'm no dummy. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I know the people weren't necessarily laughing with me. They were probably <laughs> laughing at me. And deservedly, no, no, and deservedly Mike, so. No. Deservedly so. No. What a fucking train wreck. <laughs> um, it was, I, I'm telling you. I literally, at one point, my stomach hurt. I was laughing so much and so hard. 
trying not to trying not to you know like overdo it and look like a you know look like a uh, like I was. I can't even explain. I, and I think what I'm gonna my go to is going to be, you know, when we're on episode. 366, mm-hmm. 415. We'll have our own studio and building by then. Exactly. Yeah. And when we're that deep, we can hold a trivia question and says, uh, Mike and Dave generally start the show with, welcome to episode, insert number here, of Flight Football in it. And 59, because we were doing a collaboration on at uh, Destination Bourbon, we kind of sort of did it, but sort of di- didn't do it officially like that. So I think right off Jump Street, I you know I had gotten a, a left oh, right yeah. combination was already back on the ropes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was on my heel and just right. continued to take body blow after body blow. <laughs> kind of like Conor McGregor. Yes, exactly like <laughs> Conor McGregor. Um, Oops, but but yeah, I did the math. I mean, so I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I I've, I've been drunk on a lot of the podcasts, but. I would say there've only been. This is number sixty. I'm going to assume that I'm not going to wind up like that no. in number sixty. No. So, my birthday episode and episode episode, episode fifty nine. Both ending abs- in nines. There you go. Thirty nine and fifty nine. Uh oh. Can't wait till sixty nine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, the the different start must have got me out of whack, and because strangely enough. I mean, there have been times where I've had a good, you know, I've had four sure. fog cutters, which are double IPA, 8%. Right. And people by the end of the pod can tell that I've been, you know, drinking. Yep. I mean, it is a drinking podcast, so hopefully they can tell I've been drinking. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, I literally, I mean, we drove over, we got to the uh, Destination Bourbon Studios. Beautiful setup there, too, Mike. Can I, Amazing. Yeah, can I say it enough? Uh, Awesome down there, even though didn't like the bourbon. It's I, I think it was plain to see on video there. Um, so you know, we got over there, we went live at nine, we probably got over there at 804. We walked down the basement, you know, and I said, Hey, not to be rude, were we supposed to bring anything? But if, if we weren't, do you have something I could drink? So I didn't even start drinking, right? I had my first beer, which was a you know, the Napolitano. And then I was starting my second one, which we had all agreed, or Mike and I agreed, was a good lawn-cutting IPA. Yep. And then, you know, kind of from that point on, it was a little bit <laughs> was, foggy for me. Yeah, that, and from that point on, it was kind of like you can hear the waterfall. You can't really see it. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was like, like danger, Will Robinson. It, the one thing I do remember is, is a Dylan or a Dustin. I do have a bottle of bourbon bet versus oh. an IPA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that and I've got Tampa plus three, which we'll get to later in the show, and um, but apparently I must have made more bets because Liz at least one other Liz told me if she could have figured out how to send messages, and I think to send messages you had to subscribe to his channel, and then you could have been part of the chat, and um. Liz wanted to message me. Would you stop betting people? So I don't know who I was betting, but yeah, it was uh so um. <laughs> The little story behind that, and I know um, we probably have covered this before, but, hey, how many views were at any given time? Because I certainly don't remember. Like, on that live stream that we had, how many views? Oh, well, he said... um, While we were recording, how many? On the Destination Birds. Yes. Yeah, he said there were 116-ish that were from start to finish. 
The metrics on there are pretty cool. Oh, I mean, you can get you can get any kind of metric, any kind of statistic you want. But about 116 to 120, I think, um, from start to finish consistently. And then there was 474-ish. Um, we probably, that were, saw, we that probably were, saw some drunk guy. In the, <laughs> I'm out of here. That were in and out, you know okay. what I mean, over the um, course of the hour. And it, so, so, you know, 600, okay, about, so, about 600 during the... Well, so let's say even two of those people say, well, let's see what their sure. podcast is about. So I'll retell the story. 53 years old, started drinking, let's say, at 15. So 38 years of drinking. And I've always drank like somebody's going to take it from me. Okay. And right. I, I think that started, you know, back in high school when, you know, you're 10th grade, somebody's having a kegger, went all, you know, got to the keg, filled up your red solo cup. We drank out of red solo cups before uh, Toby Keith made him famous. Right. Um, so fill it up, you know, go back to your buddies. And go back to the tap. And I remember early on in my drinking, like, because the girls would always stand by the tap. Yeah. The keg. Sure. And then, like, you would mingle off with your, your faction or whatever, or, or sit at the euchre table or whatever. And I'd finish my beer, and I can't remember who it was, but I know she was at least a junior, possibly a senior, and I was only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I went up to refill my beer, and she said, didn't you just didn't you just fill that up? And I'm like, yeah. Um, I, what did you do with it? I said, I drank it. And then, you know, so I'm walking back to my buddy. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she wants me, you know, in my head. She's amazed, in, in She's my, amazed by my drinking ability. And, you know, so at that point, I was like, well, they're still standing over. Like, go, 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 go. And then, so you can just, that's the yeah, more trips you get to yeah, make. Well, yeah, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you drink that fast. So I'm thinking, like, all right, well, this is, you know, like almost like a parlor trick yeah. at this point. And, you I know, I'm thinking, oh, boy. I can't believe there's 10 inches of cleavage right there. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I'm thinking of the old Van Halen song is in my head. is like, you'll get some leg tonight for, for sure. sure. Tell us <laughs> how you do. And then it has, you know. As the night goes down and they leave with their boyfriend and I'm still with my my buddy and you know probably slobbered all over myself like I was on Destination Bourbon, but and then that you know that proceeded the the, the bar Chuck we figured out what the name of it was weeks ago, but I used to work at uh, Muhlenbeck Distributing which is the Miller uh, Beer Company, and there was a bar right on 46 and 75, the waitresses were skanks that dressed in uh, negligees. And even when the drivers and myself would go down there, I would get I would get a quart and they would get 12-ounce bottles. Okay. And then when she came back for another round, everybody was ready. Right. My quart versus their bottles. Because, again, I'm sitting there drinking like, I'm, like somebody's going to take it from me. Right. So, and then, you know, so last Sunday, you know, after what was the math? I just gave you thirty-eight years of drinking that way. It's right. like, you know, that first one was the hundred and twenty, which was a twelve percenter. Yeah. I'm. Just, all right. Wait. What's next? You know. I, you know. You know <laughs> and then you two right. are sipping your bourbon, and I just shoot it back, and like, and so yeah. So and then it, you know, and then it just quickly went. You know, I mean, I wasn't off the rails. I mean, I was already at the bottom of the the river. Right. But uh. 
But yeah, so hey, you uh, had your senses about you and sensibilities and got us home safely because typically we walk from these things. But yeah, yeah. We had a little bit of a jaunt, but yeah, you were an adult and I was still that fifteen-year-old at the keg. <laughs> no, I mean, it, obviously, you know, I don't know how much more I I would have had to drink had I not been driving. But you know, the way it worked out, I mean, I was literally just sipping and tasting. Uh, and then there was probably a good hour, hour and a half of editing after that. Um, so, yeah. And the one question I want to ask, and Chuck verified, because he actually listened to the podcast first and, and was like, I got to see this. <laughs> so then he went to the, the, the YouTube. Right. And I asked him, I said, well, I was just, I kind of like mentioned to him, I was like, I, I was really surprised. I wanted to. To sample that third one, because that third one, he looked at me like, you drank all three beers. And I'm like, we kind of not remember drinking that. And that third beer, I don't, I don't know if it was the bourbon or that third beer, because that third beer got me nervous just well, we, reading the fucking ingredients. Well, we were drinking the bourbon after the beers, the three beers. Oh, see, I don't even remember that. See, I, I remember the, the stain for... The bourbon, the first but bourbon. I do not remember that the big brown bottle. Because the, the one, the third well, beer that we tasted wasn't that like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I'm, per- yeah, I'm, that's what oh, that is right okay. there. Yeah, that's the Goose Island. Oh, and uh, by the way, hey, thanks, Mike. If you do happen to listen to this, uh, Dave told me just now tonight before we started recording that you gave us a little care package to take home. And again, I was in no shape to be aware of that. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was uh, the uh, the comments coming in on the the live stream actually adds a different oh a different take twist. To it. I mean, oh, I mean, and and to, to be honest with you, I mean, I know you know you you were saying before like they probably weren't laughing with you; they were laughing at you. But honestly, the interaction you were having at at one point with uh, everybody, you know that that was chatting you know in the chat room and and of course you know we're sitting there if you've seen the video and you can see us looking up and mike has a 65 inch screen there so you can clearly see you know the chats coming in and what people are saying and um we'd get talking about something or mike would want to talk about the bourbon or you know the the, the different facets and characteristics of the bourbon. And you're like, hey, <laughs> you're just, it was great. I was impressed that Nick Foles of the Bears actually joined yeah. Destination Bourbon. I mean, it was pretty <laughs> impressive. So, well, and there was Mike Meyer from Halloween. And well, the one that I still, I wish was it I, Mike Meyer. I don't know. I may, I may have to shame myself into watching myself. Um, but. You've seen uh, it, haven't you? Did no, you I have not yet. Oh, I, I Mike, you got to watch I mean, it. I, I mean, I don't. I make a big enough fool of myself uh. as it is. I don't need to see it on tape. <laughs> but there was a, apparently there was a debate. Uh, uh, Eighty-five bears versus sixty-four Packers. Oh, yeah, I do somebody, not. I don't fucking recall that either. Oh, somebody said the sixty-four Packers could oh, beat yeah. the eighty-four yeah. Bears, and you and went, you I went, am. You went crazy. And I'm completely sober right here. Well, I suppose there's some alcohol in my system, but that would not even be a contest. You know, the yeah. 64 Packers were a great team for 1964 when the league was mostly white and, you know, most of those players had second jobs. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, the 85 Bears would destroy the 64 Packers. <laughs> right. 
But anyway. Somebody was just trying to get you riled up. All right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> apparently did a good and job. did a here. great job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then it, you know, it reached its apex when uh, we had those beers. Um, and that wizard, wizard barrel ground. That was, was amazing that stuff. Amazing. Now, is that the bourbon or is that the canned beer? Well, it's a bourbon barreled. But that was the canned beer, right? The can, yeah. See, a, now that was the one that I, I of the three, well, I don't even remember the third one, but I, I liked the dogfish head, uh-huh. the 120. Right. The other one I thought was almost too bourbon barrel. Okay. But if you say it was good, I'll take your word for it. So. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was. Because our second tasting, I'm getting back on the, I'm getting right back on the horse of the bourbon barrel. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, Hey, before we rate, what is it called again? Card Horse. I want to welcome new listener. One Rick Miller. Hey, Rick. I used to work with him at, uh, well, I'm still there. He used to be at Coca-Cola. And what I remember most about Rick, it was almost a Seinfeld episode. I was a sales rep at the time, and Rick was a, in training, so they sent him with me. Yeah, you know, they sent him with the champ, obviously. You ain't gonna send him with the champ. Of course. You know, halfway through the day, it's like, you know, working four or five hours. Hey, you hungry? Yeah, I'm kinda hungry. You want lunch? And hey, you know, as, as a big shot, I'm I'm gonna treat him to pizza at um it was either uh Trogan's Market or Nick's Pizza, which is on uh South Michigan. Uh-huh. He said, Yeah, that sounds good. And it was just like the Seinfeld episode. Uh, you'll try it if you're one of us. You'll try it because he's like, you know, you know, yeah, yeah let's get it. So I order pizza. Right. I'm big spender. You know, hell, sure. you know, uh, a uh, Nick's pizza was it had to have cost me seven bucks. Oh, I was okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> right. so, um, you know, and I get to the car. You know, I grab a slice, dig right in. He's like, nah. I'm good. I'm like, Rick, I thought you said uh, you were hungry. No, I'm good. Yeah. And it was bothering me. I'm like, dude, what what the fuck, man? I mean, you said you were hungry. <laughs> right. Why aren't you? Nah. Yeah. Tell me, what, what, what am I missing? You said you were hungry. Now all of a sudden you're well, my wife, and I think her name is Krista. Rick, reach out to me if I'm wrong. I think her, her name is Krista. She worked at the health department at the time. And she tells him things, and oh. he was watching, <laughs> and the lady making the pizza, he yeah. said, like, it's going to her, wiping the sweat from her brow, like, yeah. ripping, the, ripping the arm up inside the nose, <laughs> and, and, you know, the half a piece of pizza that I had left, and the rest of the pizza went in the dumpster. Oh. And I'm like, you fucker, man, why didn't you tell me that before I, <laughs> and to this day, when we're applicable, obviously, like if I go to Applebee's, I don't run into the kitchen and see how somebody's preparing sure, my sure. food. But like, we're applicable. I'm I'm looking to see if like oh yeah, because it, it's funny like when like go to a local donut shop. I won't uh, name names because there's no free ads here, buddy. No. Um, you you want in on this project? Get in now. Well, you can get in for cheap prices. It's like um, and they yeah. put they put like the, they'll grab a napkin to get your donut, and yeah. you can clearly see their fingers hitting the donut. It's like why even bother put the fucking napkin <laughs> right. on there? Just grab the fucking and throw it at the person. But but so that's so I have Rick Miller to think to thank for that addition to my OCD tendencies of <laughs> yeah. being a, a thanks, psycho. Yeah, thanks, thanks Rick. Yeah, thanks Rick. 
And uh, Rick is the old uh, Mark Martin oh. NASCAR fan. All right. You know, Mark has since retired long ago. But, hey, sure. welcome aboard, Rick. Reach out to me. I haven't talked to you in a long time. But, hey, let's let's go ahead and rate Cart Horse. Let's do it. All right. As we as from first taste to last taste, this beer right here signifies how the the pod was basically born. Yep. I mean, it's an IPA taste, the, the the fruity notes, and distinctive aromas and tastes. I'm going to come in at a. I think I throw them around too willy-nilly, but I'm coming in at a 4.02. That's a good rating, Mike. Everything you said, I will agree with. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else to add to that, uh, except do I go do I go the 4.0 route? Hmm. I think I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know what it is. There's just something. Maybe if I was more of a of a professional taster, I could put my finger on it, but um, man, it's pretty darn close. I'm gonna go 3.97. All right, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's in the neighborhood. At least you didn't come over. I'm giving it a 1.44. Right, 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 right. Oh, no, um, no, delicious. I it, it really enjoy this. We're right in line with our uh, friends at Untapped. Oh, what they have it at? They had a. I, actually, we didn't like it as much as they did, but they came in at 4.10 with 18,000 check-ins. So That's significant. I just got this one last little bit in my Eagle Monk Pub and Brewery glass. Uh, we were talking about Williamston, where Cart Horse uh, is brewed. Uh, Lansing, Michigan. That's on 4906 West Mount Hope Highway. And uh, I've been there a couple times. Fun place. Good beer. Very good beer and a really fun atmosphere. Uh, you could tell it's one of those places where if you're a local and you're there enough, you got your own mug. It's kind of hanging on the oh, wall. Okay. Um, that kind of a place. So Sometimes you want to go where everybody, everybody knows, knows your name. name. Ooh. Theme song from? <gasps> Cheers. Thank you. It sort of served up a lollipop for you. There. Yeah, you did. All right, Dave. Second tasting. Promised the listeners that I was going to get right back on the horse and prove to them that I can uh, drink something barrel-aged without necessarily <laughs> falling off the fucking chair. Um, what we have here is the barrel-aged Narwhal Imperial Stout, Imperial Stout from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company out of Chico, California. Not to be confused with, the regular narwhal imperial stuff. Uh, this is the barrel age stuff. Tips this, this bad boy tips the scales at eleven point nine. Still will be would be I think the lowest alcohol percent that we sampled last week on Destination yeah, right. Bourbon, but yeah. comes in at eleven point nine percent with fifty IBUs. It's very uh Nordic or not Nordic? No, not Nordic. Um Nautical. Yeah, nautical. Was, nautical. Nordic is like, a, yeah, like, like North Pole and yeah, cold um, shit. Right. Uh, nautical is the better thing. Yeah, there's some harpoons on here. Looks like they makes me makes me want to speak like a sailor. You know what I mean? Deep in our barrel room, out of light's reach, legendary narwhal imperial stout rests in the bourbon barrels for nearly a year. After aging, it emerges 
Anew rich with notes of oak, vanilla, and coconut layered into stout's malt flavors of dark chocolate and espresso. Arr, enjoy this beast of a beer. That's not wasn't really a sailor. That was more of a pirate, wasn't it, Dave? Kind of a pirate. Right. Pirates are sailors, Michael. I thought I thought I was in I thought I was in presence with uh, Johnny Depp or something. <laughs> Speaking of Johnny Depp, would you uh Ooh, there's a yeah, 30, that's, a, that's mo- a thirty weight pour. Yeah, that's a motor oil. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. What did you like think of that movie? Eh, a little freaky, but he's got to have somebody wipe his ass, right? Huh? He has to have somebody wipe his ass, right? <laughs> or has a bidet? <laughs> well, something. Cheers. Cheers. God, I hope it's not too coconutty. But wouldn't his fingers rust if the bidet kind of got out of control? Well, yeah, or something. But yeah, there. Yeah, so there would be. <laughs> Yeah, see, they didn't even get into that aspect of the movie. That's where they right. left the customer hanging. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Really? Oh, yeah, there's definitely the bourbon. Maybe it's still uh, residuals from last week, but they're... Well, I'm still, I'm still got have a little bit of that Goose Island over here that Mike gave us that I've been sipping on a little bit, and that one is... I think that's the 14. Okay. So, th- you know, this relative to that maybe is why I didn't get that. Because I was just about to say, if you like a good stout, um, you know, I if someone were to ask me, you know, what the percentage is on this one, I would not say 11, 11.9. I wouldn't be able to get that. But like oh. I said, relative to what I have been kind of sipping on the side there, um, yeah, I definitely got more barrel aged than uh, stout. So, mm. who knows? Maybe this, maybe this could go off the rails as well. Well, and you know, we said it's a thirty weight. It looked like a thirty weight pour, but um, it's not. It, it's got a good body to it, but it's not. It's not too thick. And I like it because sometimes with the chocolate and espresso, sometimes we get some of these stouts that um, taste a little burnt. It's got a little, just, you know, this is, it's it's all there. The flavor is there, like I just described, but it's not overwhelming. It's, it's, it's I, I like it a lot. All right, well... Let's let's hope I can finish strong. But there, I mean, there's I don't I don't taste. I was dreading the coconut. I long for coconut right now because this this is this is all barrel aged right here with me. So what the hell was that? What was the hell that beer? What what episode? I don't know. It was early on. Coliander. Oh yeah. Oh the coliander. Coriander. Coriander beer. uh, Whatever the hell that was. You could you couldn't stop talking about. How disgusting that was, but anyway, we digress. Oh, oh. woo! <laughs> um, this is what uh, Grandpa Blackhawk picked up for me. Um, Good pick. He texted me a picture of the cooler. He was down. I think they were down in Kalamazoo, over in Kalamazoo, down and over to Kalamazoo, wherever. It, yeah, sure. It would be down and way over. Yep. Um, Ooh, and uh, they were at. A uh, Horex type store that had a lot of beers. He took a couple pictures, and that's where I picked out the cart horse and the narwhal. And um, 
he texts me after he purchased them. He said, did I just get ripped off? He said, what do you think that costs? I, I said, well, the ones the ones with barrel age, it's 11. Yeah, the two, other one. Uh, it's going to be I three said, to four bucks. Yeah, and so two cans two cans of each. I said, I I pegged this at like five ninety nine a piece, so six oh, and six piece, is 12, okay. yeah. $3.99, $3.99 is four. Oh, it's a pint too. Yeah, so. Yeah. so um, I said $20. He said, oh, okay, so that was right then. I said, why would what, you... What'd you pay? He said, he said it was like eighteen forty. So I said, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. For a barrel age, you know, sixteen sure. ounce, or that's yeah, you're gonna pay that. So no, he didn't get hornswoggled. <laughs> or he got a good deal, Michael. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought he did. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the what? Ha- uh, what do you think, Dave? Um. Nothing really jumped off the page this week, but I have a couple things that kind of irked me. I want to know if they irked you as much as they irked me. Uh, first of all, Jay Gruden, yeah, who still wants to uh, nestle up to, I don't know if it's big brother or little brother, uh, Chucky, John Gruden's nutsack, <laughs> and he's a loser. Jay Gruden is a loser. Okay. But... He would be open to the idea of going into the broadcast booth. And this one, I brought this one up on the rare chance that my buddy uh, Dick Fisher, at the Fishman 8, follow him on Twitter, because he refers to it as gargling uh, Tony Romo's balls. (laughs) So he might start gargling Jay Gruden's balls because Jay Gruden thinks he will do better than Tony Romo. And I quote, "No, I could do it every time. He's only right like 30% of the time. Those are usually pretty obvious. I mean, nobody talks about the times when he's wrong. And it's like, dude, you're a loser. <laughs> I, I'm sure, you know, I think Jay Gruden in the uh, announcer's booth would be much like yours truly the champ <laughs> on Destination Bourbon episode 59 of Fight Football and anything else. It'd be a train wreck. And everybody hates Tony Romo because Tony Romo is every man's man. And um, yeah. I think he's a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. And I, I guess this is, I kind of just like stepped on your toes. What do you think, Dave? And just gave my own fucking opinion. But right. anyway, what do you? what's your take on that, Dave? No, I mean, I wish I could argue with you and have something to say where, you know, um, I've heard Gruden say some amazingly intelligent and insightful. And Are you talking Jay or John? Jay. Okay, I haven't heard, I don't even know if I've heard him speak. I know he's a shitty football coach. Well, who are we talking about right now? Right Jay. Because Jay's the one who's been fired and would not That's what be, I'm saying. He yeah. wants to get into the booth, right. right? Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, I, but I can't. So I'm like, no. yeah, no, I, that, that, I don't think that would work very well. And, um, and like I say, I, I think Tony Romo's one of those guys. I mean, he's almost like the Notre Dame of color men. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you either you know, love him or you hate him. Right. And even if you hate him, you, you want to listen. Yeah, you and, uh, watch it. And like I say, my my buddy Dick and I, that sounded funny, <laughs> but my buddy Fish and I went like round and round. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, if they were any more obvious Kansas City fans, you know, they would have their balls, you know, Nance and Romo would have Mahomes' balls in their mouth. And I'm like, well, I mean, but also on that because I, 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 I had no dislike for the Bills, no dislike for the Chiefs, no love for the Chiefs. Right. I mean, if they're going against your team, 
then they kind of wear on you. I get what that would be, but it's like, well, it would be kind of weird if during the Kansas City-Buffalo game when Kansas City's running a rough shot over Buffalo, if Romo and Nance are praising Mitch Trubisky and where he's going to go next year. It's like, whoa, you know, <laughs> hey, the score here is 28-14, but you, I, 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 about I, the Bears. I really wish Mitchell Trubisky would get a shot, a fair shot with not the pressure of being, the, you know, having been traded. You know, everyone would be like, what are you talking about? Didn't you see the pass Mahomes just made? I mean, it's like, but <laughs> right. And I, I thought, you know, yeah, I love Tony Romo. I still have, because I like Joe Buck a lot more than Jim Nance, I still have Buck and Aikman higher than Romo and Nance. Yeah. But. They flow a little bit better. There's just, it seems to which be two. two. Um, Buck and Aikman. They've been together longer, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, so, I mean, it's like, and it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, they do cater, but that's really what they're supposed to do. Sure. Is get, they're not, they don't need to get Joe Schmo, the diehard, true and true, who who would watch his favorite team play if if they had uh, Gretchen Whitmer's sign language person <laughs> broadcast the game. They're going to watch the game. They're trying to get people into the game where it's like, I don't even know what these teams are doing, but I like that guy because he just made a, a loud noise. Like John Madden, John Madden. Boom! Yeah. Pow! You know, right. all that, like right. Batman stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you either love John Madden oh, yeah. or you hated him. Yeah. And yeah. I think that uh, that's actually Let me tell you about my trip to Walmart the other day. I just, wow. I, we have not had a beer. I, I can't. Outside, is, I tell you what, we're going to have a very different rating on this beer. I can tell you right now. Outside of the two uh, dumpster fires, which still puts me at 96 point, or 97% success rate, if you only give me the two dumpster fires, with, with the exception of those two, and I don't even know if those two count, because I think I have finished every beer we've tasted. Yeah. I, I may be hard pressed to finish this bad motherfucker because it, I mean it, it, I think it might just be bringing back bad memories of last week. It might week be. Because it it's might like, be. Holy shit! This is yeah. like I, I just get the chills thinking of that bourbon that I. Whew. Anyway, um. So what do you think, Dave? Number two. What's your take on this? All right, after the Buccaneers beat yeah. the Packers, yeah, for the NFC Championship, yes, an unnamed player. Was mm-hmm. on the field with you know, kind of like his hand, oh, head yeah. in his hand, yeah. like <laughs> you know, yeah, crying. He couldn't believe he's going to the Super Bowl, right? And Tom Brady comes up to him and says, "And because this was reported by another player, didn't rat the other player out, but he told him it was Tom Brady." He said right. it was like straight face, not joking, right? Not like mean, right? But it was like, "What the fuck are you crying about? We're not done yet, <laughs> right?" Right, like it or not. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it no, too. It's great. I mean, I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? But it's like, but that's, I mean, that's somebody who's been there that many times. Like, you know, hey, dude. Yeah. I, you know, we're not happy to get there. Yeah. You know, we're we we want to win this game. You know, yeah, we're not yeah. happy to be there. Yep. I've been here a lot. Right. So, um, uh, but yeah. I no, mean, I, I love I, that. That's that's exactly what a leader has to do. Is is you know. Um, you know, give a wake-up call when a wake-up call is needed. You know, put his size whatever 13, 14 shoe 
where it belongs to try to get you know people in there in the right mindset you know and so yeah for sure good for him i agree too i mean like some could you know like see it as like standoff he's like well geez what a prick it's like well well no he's yeah. just telling like dude you know they ain't no use crying yet we ain't fucking want anything yet yeah, it's well. It's anybody that would complain about it is the you know those are the everybody gets a trophy, crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, for sure. So I mean, could he could he have tempered it? I don't know. Uh, sure, he could have said, "Hey, it was a great game, and I'm glad you're releasing some emotion." But fucking <laughs> pull your head out and let's go. We got we got yep, work to do. Exactly. Um. In. This is really more, this is really a, uh, what do you think, Dave? It's almost like a, just a head-scratching, bewildering statement. But the 2000 draft class Mm -hmm. of the NFL, 21 of the 254 players drafted in 2000. Right. Stuck around past 2010. Wait a minute. So there, 254 people were drafted in 2000. Okay. 21 of them stuck around past 2010. It, oh. it might have been 2011, might have been sure, 2012. Sure, sure, sure. So they played for 10 years. Played for 10 years. 21 of them. Right. Wow. What's my next statement? Um, where are those 21 players now? Well, who is one of those 21? Tom Brady. Yeah. And he's, it's, it's 2021. Right. (laughs) And he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so. Did you ever see those? Do you, did you see his, like his combine, the, the photos of the combine when he, you know, his pre, the pre-draft you yeah. know, and, and he's he's got his shirt off, you know, and they've got him, you know, digitally spinning yeah. around and stuff. And you'd look at him and you'd go, there's not a snowball's right. chance in hell this kid sees the field. And that's why he went in the seventh round. Yeah. And that, you know, and uh, suppose, you know, apparently that's why Michigan fans demanded Drew Henson play over Tom Brady. Yeah. So, um, and... He's always been proving himself since day one. Right. He's... he's, he's somehow been able to keep that chip on his shoulder. So that's what uh in I I I'm not a Michigan fan, so I've never liked Tom Brady. I, I despise Bill Belichick. I don't like the Patriots. Um he he's had a couple of good breaks. The tuck rule, I mean the Raiders actually did beat them in that game. That was a terrible fucking call. Oh sure. On the on the tuck rule and whatever. And he's had a couple of uh uh, Adam Vinatieri, right? Vinatieri's with the Patriots, right? Yeah. I mean, he had a couple of clutch 50 fucking yarders, and without Vinatieri, Brady doesn't get to... Sure. He, he's only at... This is... He's at 10, right? This is his 10th. I think so, yeah. I'm not sure, no, but... He's 6-4. and four, No. Yeah, he's 6-3. and three. This is his 10th Super Bowl. So, um, he... Uh, you know, without two clutch kicks by Vinatieri, you know. Sure. But anyway, you know, so it's a team thing. But for him to still be, and as I get older, 
I'm just like amazed. It's like hey, this guy. So is he? I, he's 43 or something, yes, like, right? He's 43. So only, he's only he's only seven years younger than me. And Ten years younger than me. Yeah. And hey, it, it pains me. You know, you know. Two weeks ago, I talked about that illustrious interception I had in the tenth grade. <laughs> right. I mean, and that was at a, as a spry 15, 16 year old. Right. This guy's 43 year old dropping dimes, and. I will let our listeners know that prior to the season starting, I did say without question, I mean, come on, everybody knew that the Patriots would have a better year than the Buccaneers. So yet another thing I was wrong about. But at that time when you made that prediction, did you know they were going to, did they have Gronk at that time? And did they have, um, um, the, and I, yeah, they had, they were, they I were didn't, set. I didn't think they were that good last year. That's where the difference lies. But and had, I thought, because yeah. I had Brady on my fantasy team last year, and he was, eh. Eh. Right. But, so, anyway, I guess this is a, this will segue into a good what do you think, Dave. And it almost could be a random question, but it's not random question time, and it's not even my random question week. But, so, all right, where do you... All sports. Yeah. I don't even care if you put in boxing, uh, UFC. Sure. Give me your top three goats of all time, and like, and like, where do you rate? Like, I mean, right. Just if you ask me that right now, right off the top of my head, I think I just did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I gotta go. Uh, Brady Woods and Ali. In that order? No. Okay, so what order do you go in? Ali, Brady Woods. Because some people will argue Woods at the time, you know, if if you put the same sticks in Tiger Woods's hands as Jack Nicholas had, you know what I mean? It's very arguable right, but, what could have happened, but whatever. So you go Brady Woods or Woods Brady? Brady Woods. Yeah, and but see that those people that say ifs, it's like because that's the old adage, like, hey, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> because, <laughs> but here's the thing: this is this is what I struggle with because it is baffling to me that the guy's been at 18 percent of the Super Bowls and he fucking wasn't even alive for the first 20 of them. Well, well 40, no, 12. He, true. The first true. 12 of me wasn't even alive. True. So I mean, it was imp- it was virtually impossible for right. him to be there. But on the sec- on the other hand, you could argue there are better quarterbacks than him. I mean, from metrics standpoint, yeah, I sure. mean, Aaron Rodgers is probably a better quarterback than Tom Brady. But yeah. others would argue, well, wait a second, Tom Brady's winning what the ultimate prize is. It's like, okay, well, Tom Brady also has and probably better team, yada yada yada. Right. But I'm going to go. Goats of all time, I'm putting Mr. Brady second. Okay. Sandwiched between, ahead of the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, okay. Yep. And just below, and I know he's he's probably going to get one more title, because when they win, I, hey, hey, I bet that uh, Dylan or Dustin a, a bourbon that <laughs> I took the Buccaneers plus three. All but. Right. Um, so I think he's going to get set his seventh. Yeah. So he's going to be one ahead of my MJ. But I, for oh, my money, Michael Jordan. sports-wide, 
uh, you know, and there's no way to compare a golfer to a basketball player, a football player to a hockey player. Sure. But, you know, hey, this is our podcast. We can compare whatever we want. Absolutely. So I'm going to go MJ, the Goat of Goats, with Tom second, TV 12, and then I'm going to go the great one third. Right. The only reason, you know, and you kind of, um, you verified what I was thinking in the sense that I put Woods, I put Woods before Brady. You put put Brady Woods. You went Brady Woods. I went Brady Woods. Yeah, because you said that some would argue that he's had better equipment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when I I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So Okay. So, it's true. True, 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 true. Um... But in the sense that, you know, a lot of, if you look at individual sports, well, yeah. like Ollie and Woods, right? there's nobody, else. well, Woods has a caddy, I guess you could argue that. No. That's that's but. that's where I was going to say, and it's probably my dislike for Eldrick, I can't call it Grown Man Tiger, <laughs> I mean, I just can't. <laughs> oh my, um, um, my dislike for Eldrick, but like you said... Um, I, and I, I, but even you I said Brady had a little help from... Um, right. But like I say, I mean, Aldrich had no help from anybody. Right. Jack had no help from anybody. So now, if you want to... Right. True. But the way I offset... there Because I don't think Jack Nicholas, Because that was my dad's argument. Like, if Jack Neal... Because he wasn't a Tiger fan. That's probably where I didn't get a Tiger fan either. And my dad was like... Well, if Jack Nicholas would have had his clubs, it's like, well, but everybody that Tiger was playing had Tiger's clubs. True. I mean, it's not like everybody was using Jack Nicholas Woods right. as Tiger Woods is using the, you know, the, you know, <laughs> the like, latest and greatest. <laughs> and they're, they're like, oh, shit, how'd you hit it so far? But, uh, um, so, uh, yeah. No, so I, I will give him that. So, and that's where I, I can't, I can't put Muhammad Ali into that. He simply because he lost a number of times, correct? True, true. You know, so I mean, I don't. But then again, you could say, well, hey, you stupid fuck, Brady's lost, four, and that's oh, where he's the lost Brady, a lot of games. That, that's where the Brady, yeah. the Brady naysayers will say, well, if Kansas City wins, Brady's only six and four in Super Bowls. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. He's only six who, and four. <laughs> who else is going to say that? Right. It's like that. I mean, and I don't even hate Tom Brady that much. And like I said, I hate Michigan. I hate the Patriots. I was never a Brady fan, but it's like, I'm like, even because everybody who rags the Bills for losing four straight Super Bowls is like, they were I, would, I would love the Bears to lose four straight Super Bowls. Right. I mean, yeah, I would love it more if they won four straight. Yep. But, oh, yeah. you know, if the Bears had the Super Bowl every year and just come up short, I'm like, well, yep. yeah, you're always the bridesmaid, never the bride, whatever. Right. And, yeah. But you're, you're, you're disappointed in that moment because, you know. Sure. You know, the uh, second place is the first loser after all. Right. So. But you, but you're really appreciative that you've been engaged all the way until mm-hmm. almost the end. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about this one, Mike? <sighs> well, you go first because <laughs> you know I brought it, so you're the you rate it second. It's like, all right. So here's where I'm at with this one. Really good flavor. It's not overpowering to me. And, um, wow, I think it's really well done, uh, especially with the chocolate and the espresso. It's not over the top. It's not, it doesn't have that, um, that bitter burnt taste. 
is it something that I could, you know, it's, it's a one and done for sure for me. So that kind of takes it out of the four range. So I'm going to go 3.85. All right. And now, before I give my rating, I will give you just how barrel-aged this is. Prior to us going live last week, I opened Mike's two refrigerators, which was like a... <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, first yeah. of all, like treasure chest to beer podcast guy right. like holy fuck look at all these I mean, what do you do do you like to rob rob the uh, uh ideal party store and uh no not right. ideal uh opperman's because there's opperman's in midland oh yeah okay um he said no when i see something come out i just go get a few yeah 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 whatever whatever and it, and this one it was in one of the fridge refrigerators and i, I pointed he had at, one of these in there yeah oh yeah there's two of them in there or okay. i don't know i I know there was at least one. I don't know how many he had. And I said, actually, Larry picked this up for me from Kalamazoo, um, but we haven't had it yet. He's, oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he's a bourbon guy. Right. And hence, I think there's, there's it's an a unbelievable <laughs> barrel-aged taste, and it's like, it's not for my palate. And again, you know, maybe if we would have, if I would have brought this out in episode 68, a little further removed from right. the dumpster fire of last <laughs> week, um, I would have a different rating, and I will be able to finish it. It's it's too liquor tasting for me. Gotcha. So I'm only going to give it a two nine nine. Oof. Because wow. because it's not my palate. Right. Obviously, you liked it, and the. The untapped crowd absolutely fucking loves it. Oh, at, at what? With 43,000 check-ins, comes in at a 4.23. Wow. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. I mean, so if if a barrel-aged stout, heavy on the barrel age is your thing, you're going to like this, but um, it, it's too much barrel age. Right, for you. For me, yeah. and it, it's just... I will finish this. I mean, I think we can agree at the close of the segment, this is pro- this has to be the most beer I've ever had left in my glass. Oh, for sure. <laughs> without question. Yes, without question. I will finish it, though, folks. Fear not. Segment three may be a little dicey, but I will finish it. <laughs> All right, Dave, as promised, yours truly did manage to somehow get through the barrel-aged Narwhal Imperial Stout <laughs> from Sierra Nevada. Good. Um, good, good. It, it was a chore, but I, I did manage to do it. So the third and final item up for Was bit, that like eating Brussels sprouts? Like when uh, your parents said you had to eat them before you left the table? I'd rather eat the Brussels sprouts, I think. <laughs> In fact... I could tell by your rating. Yeah, the barrel-aged narwhal, I mean, makes me long for the days of the, the coriander beer. <laughs> well, you know... It, I know I'm I know I'm tangenting just tangenting just a little bit here, but like two point nine nine is still a, better than average because oh I mean, yeah, between, sure. I mean, between I could, zero and five is two point five. I could drink it. I just went on what I've mostly been you know most of the beers we've had recently are easily into the threes, and how the uh, Kentucky Bourbon uh, peppermint thing was four point five zero and oh yeah I mean. And I did finish the pint. It was just like, and again, I and like like I said, you right. know, 
Mike Klein from Destination Bourbon absolutely loves this beer because it's mm-hmm. that got that bourbon barrel flavor right. and it's just like yeah. <clears throat> right kind of just gives me the, the the willies if you will <laughs> so let's hope Lord Hobo does not give me the same willies our third and final tasting on the price is right if you will is Boom Sauce from Lord Hobo Brewing Company out of Walburn, Massachusetts. Tips the scales at a 7.8 IBU with the same 7878 IB 7.8 ABV 78 IBU. Correct. It's easy for me to say. Uh, this is a New England IPA. Yes. So you got that nice golden hazy color. The notes are there. Cheers. Cheers. Got it in my Keweenaw Brewing Company pint glass. My daughter's going to Tech, so we're going to be visiting Keweenaw Brewing Company a lot more. All right. Similar to the cart horse, our first selection, but not as fruity. Not as fruity, no. Not 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 as fruity, but it has that New England IPA taste to it. Nope, definitely not as fruity. Well, in the the cart horse was 60 IBUs, and this one's 78, and you can definitely tell the bitterness. Yeah, yep. So usually 18 though on on the IBU scale, maybe not that big a deal, but in right. this case it definitely is. And I think different. it's probably because of the lack of the fruit flavors. Because I think maybe in the cart horse, the fruit flavors may have offset any bitterness that we would have normally encountered. Right. Well, and in the cart horse too, for those of you that. Um, Keep track of the different kind of hops that are used. Um, we're looking at the Pils, uh, Vienna, Munich. Uh, doo, doo, doo. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Back that up. Those are the malts. This is, I mean, there's like... The boil hops are equinox. On that. the cart horse can, there's a lot of stuff here. Holy cow, this is great. Uh, the malts... There's a Pils, Vienna, Munich, Wheat, and Oat. Uh, it's dry hopped with uh, Mosaic, Citra. There you go. That's where that nice fruit flavor oh. comes from. And uh, Amarillo, which is, again, uh, the boil hops is Equinox and uh, some more Mosaic. Or as the kids say, Amarillo. Amarillo. Uh, but Burma, Myanmar, whatever. Boil hops, Equinox. So I, I drive actually a hop. To make beer, right? Because my vehicle is an Equinox. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, didn't talk about it in episode 59. Well, to my knowledge, we didn't. <laughs> um, and so last we talked, 58. What Have, have you watched anything from 58 till tonight? Uh, yes. What have you watched, Dave? What have I watched? Well... I don't know. Nothing really to speak of per se. It's been kind of random, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if anybody's. I, you know, you're not a like a techie. I'm a sci-fi guy, and you're not. Right. Right. So uh, I watched uh, one of the 
new Star Treks. You know, kind of like as Captain Kirk, yeah. as a younger Captain Kirk. Um, and that was good. Uh, I watched a Mission Impossible. What else have I watched? It was it was very random. Nothing that I can just say, hey, you know, this is something everybody should run out and watch. Um, I, well, I've got one of those that I do, and we've talked about it before. Uh, I, I don't even know what episode it was, but... And, and I don't even know the legalities of it or how it works or how they do it, this, that, or the other thing. And God damn it, Netflix, get off your ass and get it on for episode five and six. Um, one of the random questions we've had probably 40 episodes ago was, hey, uh, would you rather go into the future or back in time? I chose back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. One of the series that we, Liz and I watch is Outlander. <laughs> right. Seasons one through three were on Netflix. We binged through those, loved it, and then Netflix was done with it. Right. Well, it's on Stars TV. And Stars TV has since done episodes, uh, not episodes, seasons four, five, and six. Well, on January 27th, give or take, whatever the exact date was, that's irrelevant. Um, Netflix had Outlander season four available. Boom, Liz and I just sped through that fucker, and now they're now I'm almost debating. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get stars on demand. I don't even, <laughs> I don't care if it's a ninety nine ninety nine to do it because that's, I want to watch season five and six because here is that's almost, where they get you at the drive at the drive through, Mike. That and that's fine. They subscribe they got, you. They got me on the drive through, Dave. They subscribe that, you into poverty. I don't give a fuck if there's anything else on Stars TV. I mean, it may be maybe Stars TV is Outlander season five and six, and me dumpster firing. <laughs> Podcasts and, and uh, YouTube streams because I tell you what, um, and maybe because I chose when that random question because I would rather go back in time, right? And that's what I, the and I love Outlander. I, I mean, it's I mean, hell, I might do I might do both the leading man and the leading woman. They're so <laughs> the both of them are hot. Jamie and. Uh, <laughs> It's funny that I remember wow. the guy's name, but not the girl's name. Woo, that's weird. Yeah, the needle went... Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> the needle went across the record. That's okay. But, uh, but I mean, what a fantastic series, which, and before we get into the random question, almost an ad hoc random question, if you will, series. What are your favorite series? I mean, I, I, I'm going to... While you're thinking, because I just sprung it on you like that. Yeah. I may have to rate Outlander. I haven't seen five and six, so I maybe we'll have to refocus. And you know, because five and six are just absolute shit, and Claire is like turns into whatever. I don't know what Claire could turn into to piss me <laughs> off. But, um, you know, maybe I'll change. But I may have to put Outlander as my second favorite. Really, ever second favorite series ever behind Sons of Anarchy. Oh wow, yeah, Sons was really good. Sons was really good. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah and Breaking Bad is good. Very. And you could argue 
slightly better, but because I don't know how Outlander has ended, yeah, I'm putting out. I'm put by myself and putting Outlander ahead of Breaking Bad, and it's a fucking fantastic series. See, here's I the love thing. it. So, so read my mind. What am I disappointed in the fact that you're not, you haven't tried to watch that I think would be in your top five for sure? What was I touting that I gave Shelly shit for? Because she paid extra to watch it. Oh. And then I ended up paying uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't watch everything at once. Dude. I mean, I'll we'll get to I'll get to Yellowstone. So, right. okay. So, so will anyway. you rate Yellowstone as one of your tops? Oh hell yeah, yes, 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 right. for sure. Yeah, without question. Even though nothing to do with Dancing with Wolves. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with Dancing with Wolves. But I will. I mean, from the standpoint that I gave Shelley so much crap about paying the extra twenty bucks to watch a season, and then by season three. I'm like, no, I'll pay. <laughs> we gotta see season. We gotta. We have to see season three. So all right, and that and that. And so that makes a good series if you want to see. Because just like Outlander, I mean, I may give Stars TV if they want my ring finger on my right hand. I may give them fucking to it because I want to see Outlander. So and why can't Netflix get them all? It's like obviously they're negotiating with these fuckers. Yeah, I don't know. Show season five and six. Fuck. I mean. Uh, yeah. Stars just finished season six, so yeah. why isn't season five on Netflix anyway? Here's a, here, I'll take sloppy seconds, Dave. I have no shame in that. I was looking through our our uh, subscriptions last night, trying to find something to watch, and I went through Netflix and there wasn't shit. Like I was really disappointed. Like I couldn't find anything. I hate you. I'm just saying. Episode sixty may be the last episode. <laughs> I'm giving my life for Netflix. <laughs> really? Netflix is so much better than all of it. Although Amazon Prime is making a fucking very good... That's where very I... Very good... You're rap, rapid, rapid punching right to the solar plexus. So here's the thing, though. But, like, because you're not a sci-fi guy, I went to Amazon Prime and it was... You know what I mean? Um, if they, There's a couple... What's the Tom Clancy... Um... um Oh, I wish they would come out with a season three or four. I can't remember which one it is. But um, there's a couple I wish they would come out with. But I, I I saw way more stuff that I personally was interested in in Amazon Prime than Netflix. I, I will give you that I do like Amazon Prime. But I think Netflix, I think the setup, the user friendliness of it, how to find shit is way better on Netflix. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. Amazon Prime. I would agree. So, but yeah, I do like Amazon Prime. And uh, the other one, Liz and I are watching, it's kind of a cute series. I mean, it's uh, we're only in season two. It's four seasons. I think it's from the CBC. It's uh, Last Tango and uh, Halifax, or Last Resort Halifax. You know, two old people... I mean, they're they're like in their seventies. They fall in love. And they're gonna get married. It's just like so fucking cheesy. It's like they yeah. missed out on the love that they could have had because they knew each other as high schoolers. Okay. And now at seventy, they're right, and their kids are. Now, did you mean the BBC? Did I say CBC? Sure. Yeah, yeah, the BBC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. For whatever reason, I remember reading this last week, and if anybody else out there 
um, read this. Uh, Captain Moore died. Do you know who Captain Moore is? No. Okay, so when this all, the whole pandemic thing, you know, The 91-year-old guy? No, he's 100. Oh. He hit, the, he hit the century mark, I believe, in late spring or early summer. But uh, in the spring, he decided, ah, what the hell? Uh, one of his grandchildren talked him into, hey, why don't you take some laps around the garden? And since you're going to be 100 here soon, you know, if you hit 100 laps, let's see how much money you can raise for the nurses and doctors and whatever the whatever the health organization is there in Great Britain. Uh, let's raise money for them um, because they're the frontline workers. They're the ones anyway. So guess how much money this guy raised? And I'm probably going to undersell it a little bit because I'm, I'm, I can't remember the article exactly, but... So, 487 million. Pretty close. (laughs) No, I think it, I think it was 45 million. I can't, now this is, I know, I realize it's $50 million different, but it was either 45 or $95 million. I'll go with $45 million. But for a a hundred year old guy, or at the time it was 99 years old, uh, doing laps around his garden with a little walker. To raise money for the, I mean, it was like it almost, when you read the article out of the New York Times, uh, it, it almost brought a tear to your eye. And and, and then uh, because of the money he raised and because of what he was doing, Queen Elizabeth apparently came out of hiding uh, to knight him. So huh. it's got a picture of this 99 and a half year old gentleman uh, from Great Britain with the sword going over each shoulder being knighted for, you know, his efforts to try to, you know, bring everybody's spirits up and raise money for the frontline workers. You think he'll walk lap for the pot? <laughs> He's dead now, Mike. Oh, is he? Yeah, he passed away. That would have made it even better for the pot. <laughs> yeah, it would be really good for the pot, actually, if he came back to life. But uh, anyway, no, he passed away. Uh, that was part of the article that Captain Moore passed away. But... Uh, to be 99 years old and say, yeah, well, what the hell, I'll do it. Oh. And, and walk 100 laps around his little garden there in Great Britain. So was, uh, it, it, that was pretty cool. You know, I thought, well, shit. If, uh, if by some miracle I made it to 99, maybe I can have some kind of impact on society. No, that was a television series, though? That was not a television series. You brought up the BBC. Okay. And this, is called, this is called yeah. a segment three tangent. I was going to say, because that, that's a tangent that almost went off the rails as severely as I did last week on Destination Bourbon. Um, I'm not going to lie. So, uh, you are correct. But, yeah, so, um, but yeah I, I can't tell everybody how much I love Outlander. Claire, I think you did. Claire and Jamie... I love them both. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, random question? Sure. Alright. Now, uh, apparently this is a board game called Five Second Rule. I'm going to set up my uh, my phone here on the timer. See if I can get up here fairly quick. That's what she said. <laughs> right? Alright, so... All right, five seconds. 
I'm going to ask you some questions, I've Mike. never lasted five seconds. <laughs> Too bad for Liz. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm going to ask you some questions, and you have to answer them in five seconds. All right. Do you understand? Yes, sir. All right. So is the sound on here? Because it would make it a lot better if the sound's on here. Uh, yes, it is. All right. Ready. First question. Three things you want to do when quarantine is over. Drink at a bar, surf naked, and fly naked. I mean, that's very difficult with five, three, to give me, I can't say this three things in five seconds. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's part uh, of the game. Uh, you gotta like, it's gotta be, I guess right. I'm surfing naked. And fly naked? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking there's pressure, man. The clock's ticking, bro. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> this is really going to be pressure. Are you ready? <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Ladies cool. and gentlemen, this is going to freak Mike out quite a bit. All right, here we go. Three things you like about Dave Dawson. Friendly, accessible, and comedy. <laughs> what the hell were the last two? Accessible and accommodating. 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 Okay. Accommodating because okay. like, sure. you know, we were supposed to do this podcast at um, 1.30 yeah. tomorrow, and I was kind of bored not doing anything. Like, hey, you want to do it tonight? Sure. And, yeah, yeah, come over at 6.30. All right. So, I don't know what accessible meant. But okay. I was like, again, five seconds. <laughs> I mean, if this was like 30 seconds, there could be some... Th there's no, it's five, five, five seconds. Five seconds. There ain't no fucking thought at all. It's like, hey, I got to just spit something out. <laughs> all right, ready? Next one. Yes. Three nicknames Liz has for you. Dumb fuck, stupid, and horse's ass. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> I've heard all three of those. All right. Next one. Three things you can drive. Car. Oh. Bike. Boat. Okay. Some people might disagree with the uh, bike, but all right. It was a good answer. Ready? Yes. Three things you can ride. Bike, amusement park ride, and... Ah! That's the first one I need to get at least an answer out. Right. Um, okay. Three things you can't go a day without. Air, water, sex. <laughs> okay, I was I was wondering when you're gonna get that in there somewhere. All right, and probably for Liz's sake, I was hoping on the last question, three things you can ride. You were hoping I was hoping you weren't gonna say your wife. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, well, for not being able to go a day without, I've gone like forty. So. <laughs> oh, 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 somebody just walked themselves into the doghouse. All right. Um, um, sorry, got to go to the other side of the page. Three things. Oh, I'm sorry. Three foods that describe you. Pizza, steak, nachos. Wow, that's good. All right. Last one. Ready? Yes, sir. Three ant. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Three animals that describe you. 
Three animals that describe you. Animals or animals? Okay. Huh? Animals or animals? Animals. Okay, so animals, like the animals of the... Okay, so I, I'm going to give me... Put the five <laughs> seconds back up. Okay. I, I'm like, animal. I don't know. There's not an animal that does describe you. So, all right. Ready? Wait, so animals. three animals. Ready? Go. Viper, dog, cat. Okay, wait a minute. I don't know what a viper. I, I fucking panicked me. <laughs> I don't even viper. Know viper. Not even an animal. I Name can't. a viper. Uh, cobra. Okay, know. okay, 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 okay. So you're a cobra. So you strike fast. Yeah, and a cat. I'm a pussy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I'm right. a dog because I'm your best friend. Well, exactly. I was thinking you were going to say a dog. Those are my random questions. But so, yeah, so. All right. <laughs> See, now, this. Yeah. I have the the uh, the boom sauce is right in my wheelhouse. Now, even though it, it may have appeared in round two, I was buckled over. And the, the ref was contemplating giving me a standing eight count. With the barrel aged narwhal, it that the the boom sauce double IPA is a flavor that poof, perks me right up. I can drink it till the cows come home, or till I fall off my chair. One of the two. I mean, <laughs> I liked it, and I went. It was not as fruity as the card horse, so I actually liked it better than the card horse. Okay. So I am going to give a Lord Hobo Boom Sauce Double IPA from Woburn in Massachusetts. Well, if, if I like it better than card horse, I got to go higher than 4.02, so I will give it a 4.07. Wow, he got into the fours. Yeah, because I, I I liked it better because Card yeah. Horse was good, right? But very fruity. Uh huh. Boom Sauce had the same New England IPA flavors, but didn't pop with the fruit, which made it overpowering. So therefore, I liked the Boom Sauce better. I am going to. Here's the thing for me, uh, for those people that have been listening since the beginning. You know, I'm kind of, I'm, I've got the sweet tooth. So I like the cart horse better because it was fruitier. And I've got more of a, a, a bourbon palate. So this was my least favorite of the three. It's still good. Very drinkable. Um, if you're an IPA person, you will like it to love it. I'm going to put it at a 3.45. Fair enough. Respectable, but not my favorite of the night. On the contrary, Dave, it was my favorite of the night. But hey, that's the beauty of this podcast. It is. The differences. It is. Nobody is discriminated against and we all... <laughs> but... Rose petals and rainbows, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> and as a total makeup for episodes 59's absolute cluster fuck of a train wreck and I don't even remember saying this and perhaps I didn't watch it on YouTube at Destination Bourbon as I look down in the bottom of my glass I can see a mile of beer 
And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.